Hi, Rochelle. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Sonia. How are you guys? I'm good. So good. So good. <laughs> uh, so here we are. It's the first time for me in several weeks recording with people again. This is weird. I'm excited, and I really enjoyed you recording by yourself. Oh, thank you. It was a nice you. little change. Thank you. It was weird. Why? Because I'm just sitting in this room that we're sitting in now, just like talking to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, and then oh, sacrifice versus privilege. Like, <laughs> but nobody's in here. <laughs> I mean, me and my dogs, like my dog to be in here. But that's really it. So, and then like you greet people, right? Hi. But when you started just like, hi it's me it's me i'm back (laughs) not slim shady (laughs) so it was weird so it's i'm happy to have like people to talk to because it's and then and it feels like a ted talk like i'm like and here's my ted talk (laughs) here's what's going on with me today (laughs) it's so weird they were good Thank you. I listened to them this morning, and then now we're finally doing this. Yeah. Oh, we okay. Like, it kept. There's something. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like, now I'm sick for the first time, and like, like it was just so much. It was so. <laughs> it, well, the first time we we're supposed to record, I was like, hey guys, Izzy's dying. Can't do it the today. Um, <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot, and then we skipped a Monday because. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm releasing them. And then you were sick, Amanda. Yeah, that was like, and I was so on my high horse because we came back from Mexico and like everyone got sick and I was like, I didn't get sick. <laughs> so crazy what like doing yoga does for you. <laughs> and then like five days later, it was like 4 a.m. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> like my stomach hurts. <laughs> ran to the bathroom like taking activated charcoal and putting peppermint on me I'm like no no <laughs> so. it's the power of Christ compels you right. the power of Christ compels you not chill can we re, re, okay. we rewind it a bit and introduce Amanda yeah no so um, yeah no so I need to stop doing that yeah no yeah no well which one is it bitch is it yes or is it no <laughs> I, I do that so much yeah no so <laughs> amanda and i met when i was on the serve team for flagstaff and you came on retreat yes oh my gosh that seems like so long ago now doesn't it seem it feels so... like i've known you forever i know it feels like yeah. we've known each other for it's that soul recognition yeah right oh my gosh You've been stuck with me ever since. I know. And I know that you won't take this a certain way, but <laughs> I could not remember your name, like the entire retreat. No one could. I know. Like, Nicole said the same thing. Yeah. I was like riding real low. I was like, no one needs to know me. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look me in the <laughs> eye. Everything's fine here. I don't have anything to unpack. <laughs> I'm good. I don't even know why I'm here. This is so crazy. <laughs> Taking activated charcoal. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and then we just got to be friends after that. And yeah. I adore you. And you say the funniest things on just the random 
most beautiful way <laughs> all the time all the time and I keep telling you I really want to like prostitute you <laughs> or like figure out a way to monetize your humor because you just say the most crazy things which I'm sure will happen today at some point which That's like a fly on the wall like it just happens it just happens and inspiration moves through me my <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You need a calendar <laughs> with Amanda-isms. No, I said, I said, I want to do, I want to put together an app for you. And it's just like motivational things. Like what she just said, inspiration moves through me. <laughs> like you wake up and you're like, what's my Amanda motivation? And it plays because it has to be your voice specifically. Exactly. And so she just wakes up and you play it for the day. Inspiration moves through me today. It moves through my whole body. <laughs> I know. I need to get working on that. I know. It's... And you're still like writing them down. Yes. Start writing them down. And my my favorite was we were... <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. First talk about... Because I know people relate to this. Talk about what happens when you are under pressure and you haven't eaten. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like it's gotten better, but that's my also my perspective. <laughs> um, I just get like so angry. I get so angry. Like I don't care what's going on around me. I'm not the same person that I was three minutes ago when I was fine because it also doesn't happen gradually. Like it's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, like, well, I'm kind of hungry, but I'm going to hold it together. And then like immediately I'll be like, that's it I can't do this anymore it's like I turn into it's like what's that like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Mr. Hyde or whatever yes, it Dr. is Dr. Jekyll it's, Mr. Hyde it's what happens it's so embarrassing to be me at that time I can't and stop. I haven't experienced you that way um but I feed the monster yeah you do so because I have learned I've just heard the rumors and the stories and so I'm always like have you had a snack yeah. We have you eaten today? But my favorite is we were in the at one of the retreats on the serve team together because you joined the serve team after a few retreats. And I came downstairs and it was just dark. It was completely <laughs> dark. And I was like, and, and we already know, like, I'm afraid just in general. But you were just standing there in the dark. <laughs> staring like, off. Staring off. And I was like, Amanda? <laughs> and you're like, this is all in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Living on the Lord. <laughs> I'm living on the Lord. <laughs> well, because we had to be so regal. And I was just like, this is such bullshit that I have to like be accountable for who I am right now <laughs> like I have to just like be good for everyone like I was just over my snacks it was everything was too much for me at that point but I was just like I'm being regal I'm taking initiative Those were, <laughs> so I just had to sit it out for a minute because I pray that's right because you were doing the breakfasts mm, so you, yeah <laughs> so you had to be up early <laughs> I literally like and here's the thing is I don't I'm getting better at enjoying the kitchen but they had listed out the jobs and then I was like okay as long as I don't get the kitchen I'm good and I feel like Nicole was like 
beep, 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 kitchen. <laughs> like, she just, like, I don't know that it was her, but like, I just, they were like, and you're going to be on kitchen. And I was like, this is amazing. I can't wait. And to cook all the meals and that spaghetti. And I think to your point, what usually happens when we go on any spiritual journey is, well, sorry, what I have experienced, because I, I will preface for this entire episode, this is all my experience or your Rochelle's experience or Amanda's experience. Mm-hmm. What I have become really present to is that any spiritual journey that I'm on, I never ever get what I want never oh, no. I get what I need yeah so for I think for you in the kitchen situation for sure it was what you needed oh for sure right you know what I have since like started cooking more and doing more things so like it's fine now <laughs> now. now it's good <laughs> at the time I was just like just I was literally like, I'm living on the Lord. Like, I'm just (laughs) doing it. This is what I'm here to do. And you were so good. And that's what's really cool about it is, I think one of the really cool things about being on the serve team is it really holds you accountable for, um, sorry, it it held me accountable that I don't have to like, everything's not at a 10. Yeah. I mean, everything's not at a 10, which I was very surprised by. Because my life is at a 10. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. this is, oh, this is a two. Got it. Oh, oh, this is a zero because it, it doesn't even have anything to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally. interesting. Cool. Literally. Yeah. Just having to like, just be good. Right. Which was really nice because in my life, sometimes I'm like, if it's not going my way, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, here I was like, oh, I'm a part of it. You're a part. And not only are you a part of it, but the team is dependent on it. Yeah. Everyone so, has yeah. to be okay. Yeah. Right? Um, so that's one of the really cool experiences about being on the serve team. So if you are interested in going on retreat and then having these opportunities, I'd say we all highly recommend. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And like looking back now, I'm like, oh, I like didn't even realize how much I was getting out of it until later. And then it was later that I was like, wow, like I would not be able to do the things that I do now without having to do that first. But you don't realize it until you get out of it. At least I didn't. I didn't realize it until I got out of it. And then I was like, that was such a cool opportunity. Well, because you don't have room for it. Yeah, exactly. You have to get all the other stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's most challenging is you, we don't. I, I didn't realize how much was in my way, just in general. Like, it was really interesting to know that I always made the joke that, you know, I don't have daddy issues because I never had a dad. And I thought it was like such a funny joke. It yeah. turned, it was not that funny um, because <laughs> I had a lot of daddy issues yeah. it, and, and I didn't want to be that girl, right? Nobody yeah. wants to be, it's like, it's the running joke. Yeah. Does she have daddy issues? Like all these things. And it wasn't until I like said it and acknowledged it and got it out of my way. Oh my gosh, you guys, it brought in so much space for men to show up so amazing for me. And they just continue to amaze me every single day. Yeah. In every single way. And then what's interesting about your journey 
is you went on retreat. What were you doing for a job at that time? I was bartending and then on the side I was working at a holistic center. So it's like I was always doing the thing but not really doing it. Because what are you doing now? Because now I teach yoga and I host sound baths and I facilitate like meditations using sound, using yoga, using breath work, which I just like kept bottled up to myself for like ever and until I went on retreat. Mm -hmm. And then I like left. I literally went for clarity. Like when they ask you like, why are you? I was like, I just need clarity. Like on if I should keep going to school for like a hundred more years or if I should just like use all the certifications I have to help people and then yeah I came out of that like got it been on it ever since and then you blew up on Instagram that was wild that was really I worked really hard towards that you did yeah I generated a lot like to get there as far as like my own practice because everything every um Anything I posted was always inspired. Like it was never a plan. I would usually do my practice. And then what I learned in my practice is what I would like create something about. So it took a lot of like self-work to be in a place to like, I couldn't just like do yoga or like do a sound bath for myself and be like somewhere else. Uh Like I really had to be like set my intention. Like what am I working with today? And then do my practice and see what I came out of with it. I love that. Yeah. It was a lot of hard work. And and I think sometimes people don't really get that. And I didn't get that until I saw when it happened to you. I was like, there's no such thing as overnight success. These people who are doing their craft and really focusing on what they want to do, we don't see the hard work. Because when did you go on retreat? 2020, right? It was 2021, I think. 2021. I think it was 2021, yeah. And then this all just happened in the last, what, like six months? Yeah, it happened like a few months ago. Yeah. And so it's just kind of interesting that it's like, no, she has been working on this since 2021. Like, And it was all these gradual, intentional steps, like you said, that you took. Yeah. And then it paid off. What well, do you think the biggest reason it paid off was for? Well, I think that it's I was being, for the way that I feel about it, is that I was being totally authentic. Like, I didn't do my hair. I didn't do my makeup. If I had something that I was inspired by, like I did a video right then and I wouldn't shoot it more than twice because after you do it a couple times, like now you're just, where did it, where did it even go? And so I would do the video, sometimes it would be a post and then I would write about it and then I would just like let it go. Like I would post it, sometimes I don't even watch them again. I would just post it and let it go and then I had the experiences that I had called you about where like that one video that like blew up, I had a few people that were like, this isn't how you do it or like this and that. And I was like so overwhelmed because when I posted that video, it was 11 o'clock at night. I just finished teaching a yoga class and I was like, like 20 people are going to see this. I don't care. So I just like <laughs> videoed it. I was like, did you know? <laughs> and like, boop, send it off. And then it like started popping off and I got so anxious. And then I had people telling me like, this isn't like the right way to do it or this or that, which there's a lot of schools of yoga and there's a lot of different ways to do things actually. Mm-hmm. But it was like, that was super stressful for me. And you're the one who actually pointed out to me it wasn't overnight because I was just like I just feel like such a fraud like and you were like why 
you've been working towards this for so long. Like this is not just overnight. This is what you've been working up towards. And then I started to like see it in a different light. And I was like, you're absolutely right. Like I have totally worked for this. Yeah. You earned it. Yeah. You earned it in a way too that was so authentic and genuine. It it was not rehearsed. It wasn't forced. It was all of these things. And it, it just goes to show like even with for me with the podcast and I think just in general there's imposter syndrome is a real thing. Mm -hmm. It comes on very, very strong. And it's also for me, it's starting to be a vehicle for when I'm feeling like an imposter now, I know I'm doing something right. That's a good, I need to keep that in mind because that still shows up from time to time where I'm like, oh my God, can I be? Yeah. Like I feel like, oh, I'm feeling like an imposter. I feel like, oh my gosh, like this podcast, like who cares? Like who cares? Why do people want to know about this? Why do, and I'm like, this is, I have to do it more now. What switched for you in, in that feeling from being, you know, imposter syndrome to like being a vehicle to drive and push you? Fear. Fear. So instead of like going away from it, now I lean into it. Cause I know it's not real. Yeah. Like it's not real. And it took a lot of things happening to get me to this point. You know, like I'm dealing with circumstances that I've never dealt with before in my entire life. And now when I feel fearful, I know that that fear is a generator for what I'm supposed to be doing. Because here's the thing, I don't fear anymore what's gonna happen. Cause I don't have any control over it. That's nice. None. I have no control. And I have found that out in the last three years. The only thing I can control is my lane, my monkeys, and my circus. Mm -hmm. That's it. So now fearful things for me are like a motivation. Like, ooh, this is Mm -hmm. scary. Then I need to do it. Because, I mean, I've already lost my brother. Like, I've lost my family. I don't talk to my mom. Like, I lost my grandma, my biggest support. Like, what? What, what is there to be scared of now? I mean, except artificial intelligence, but we won't even go into that right now. <laughs> but really, like, what else is there to be fearful of? I can be, you know, I can have a little anxiety about like, oh, that would be sad if that happened or whatever. But as far as like fear goes, mm-hmm. that's my driver now. Am I scared of this? Then I need to do it. 110%. And that's the same thing with the imposter syndrome. So now when yeah. it's like, Sonia, you don't have anything to contribute. <clears throat> Now I'm like, oh, now I need to contribute. What's really interesting, and it literally happened today, I have been really struggling at work with being the outspoken person. I just have been really struggling with it because I feel like I'm always the one to say, this is why this might not work. And people get very frustrated with me because I'm always playing devil's advocate. And I was feeling defeated today. I was like, oh, man. I don't know. Um, You know what? I'm just not going to say anything. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm just not going to say anything. And I got the most well thought out and longest appreciation post from somebody in my area who said, please, please, please continue to speak up because we're not heard on this side and you're able to see it. And it was so nice. I was like, fine god damn it well this is unfortunate 
now I have to like still speak up and I'm tired. (laughs) But now I know like, okay, this is the driver. Like, so even if I don't want to, and I'm sure you can, you can relate. Oh, for sure. Rochelle, you can relate. Like, we're tired. Seriously. (laughs) So tired. (laughs) No, yeah, that really resonates. I've been like kind of experiencing that a lot lately of like the fear and I'm just like, I mean, listen, like, I got to show up for my class, though. Like, this, I can't not go. Yeah. So that's, like, a good – but I sometimes get the feeling of, like, oh, what if my class is just canceled, though? <laughs> but, like, it's, like, weird. Like, yeah. But weird things. I'm like, oh, what if this happened and I couldn't go? And it's like, why are you <laughs> like this? You're five minutes away. <laughs> it, no, but that's what happens is yeah. any little thing that can force you not to do it, that's what we're going to do. And I think the other biggest thing that I've learned with imposter syndrome is when I'm experiencing that imposter syndrome, and I've told you about this too, is like, I have to think of it as the people that I'm worried about, what their criticisms are going to be, are not who I'm doing this for. Mm, Yeah. I'm doing it for the people that want it. I'm doing it for the people that need to hear it. I'm doing it for the people that actually value my opinion. So why the fuck am I worried about the strangers? Why? Sonia, again, it's not your business. It's not my business what anybody thinks about me. Unless they bring it to me. So that's just where we're at. So how about I not create that for myself? Because nobody's even said anything. (laughs) Every time, right? Right. Like no one says anything. And I'm like, I just feel like everyone thinks I'm stupid. And it's like, did someone say that to you? Not at all. No one said it. Nothing happened. I said it to myself and I ran with it. Like, it's just like. I said, I'm going to take this. I said, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket for the rest of the day. Like, (laughs) You guys, I... I woke up yesterday for my birthday 100% convinced that I would not hear from one person. Shut up. I swear to God. I woke up at 3.56 a.m. and said, it's my birthday. I'm not going to hear from one person. Nobody's going to message me. Nobody's going to call me. Everybody's going to forget. That just tells you how ingrained this stuff is sometimes for us where we get in these spaces of nobody cares about us and it's uncontrollable in that moment but I got up and I did my day and of course everybody really yeah it was a beautiful day so it's those moments right could I have stayed in bed and not got up and not done what I supposed what I'm supposed to do. Could I have like had the you know confrontational conversations about like oh well you didn't even call me like I didn't even hear from anybody nobody loves me like I could have but I was like nope push through bitch stop it right now and then my friend who lives on the east coast she called me at six forty five and she's like am I the first one and I was like well somebody in Bali beat you to it but they're fifteen hours ahead. <laughs> And so <laughs> we're not the first one, but you're the first one in the U.S. <laughs> she Love was like, it. I can live with that. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it was really cute. But it's those irrational things. And our, our only job is to push through. Like, just keep going. Don't stop. And I have a habit of stopping, as we have seen. Yeah. 
So that's why it was important for me to do those episodes like by myself because that was an opportunity for me to like, no, I can't, I can't, but I had to. Yeah. I had to push through and I got so much great feedback. And once you stop, it's like you stop the wheel that's like already moving. Yeah. Like those steps of like just doing it every day or just doing it however long you've like committed to doing it keeps it rolling. Mm-hmm. Like the second you stop, it's so much harder to get going again it's you know what I mean it's so hard yeah. it's so challenging yeah well and it's funny because you know I had a conversation with somebody and they were just saying like well I just I'm not sure like I feel like I'm not as involved or I feel like I'm not doing that and I was like you're making this real complicated I was like you're either doing it or you're not yeah it's literally two options are you working towards what you want to do or are you not and they said, well, but sometimes I have, and I was like, no, no, like, sorry, let me be more clear. Right now in this moment, are you doing it? No. Okay. Then do it. Yeah. That's where we're at. Like, this is what's happening now. Well, extenuating circumstances, I know all about it, but we're not talking about that. You're either doing it or you're not. And there's yeah. no right or wrong. It's not right if you're doing it and it's not wrong if you're not doing it. It's just one or the other. So like when I was going through that whole thing with Izzy, I wasn't doing anything because I was taking care of my dog and yeah. that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't right or wrong. But if somebody had come to me and said, hey, I need advice or I need help, I couldn't do it because I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And it would have been hypocritical. It would have been inauthentic for me to try to spread myself out to anybody at that time because all of my focus was on my dog. And you're so good at that. You're so good at like ain't no way I'm doing that today <laughs> no like, I a hard boundary like you have really good boundaries like when you're like I don't have space like, <laughs> you you have no hesitation I don't have space I don't have space you I, don't even question it no I'm like I'll call you I'll talk to you tomorrow and maybe not even then yeah I'll call you in I'll get back to you in three to four weeks <laughs> She like well you'll I feel like you've actually done that where you've like scheduled out time where you're like and I will talk to you guys like in this many days like, <laughs> I do she'll send out that group text yeah like, a group hey, text yeah I'm checking out for a while I'll let you know when I'm back yep <laughs> yeah you give yourself time I give well here's the problem though sometimes so I put out the closed sign and then sometimes I forget to flip it back over to open. And then, and then I'm like, where are my friends? I need them. Where are they? Cool friends. I really know how to pick them. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I'll go like to text and like, hey, because sometimes I'll just text and be like, tap, tap, tap. Is this thing on? Like, just to see what's going on. And, and then I'm like, oh shit, I never text them that I'm a good now. That's why. So if you start implementing that, make sure to flip the sign back over to open. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> because it will go left and then you'll start having um, imaginary confrontations about, you didn't even call Those me. are the worst. The imaginary <laughs> ones are the worst. I'm like in the shower. I'm like, in the shower. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Literally. In the shower. And then like you'll, you'll be like washing your hair and then you'll be like, this isn't even happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> even the the chances of this happening are none like 
do why you, am I having an argument? Do you laugh about it? Yeah, I Me do too. eventually. I'm just like, oh my God. Do you ever catch yourself like, okay, so I obviously I live with someone, so I can't just be like talking out loud, so I'm just in my head. <laughs> and then have you ever caught yourself like saying a little bit out loud and you're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> no. What's, what I do is I'm in my house and I don't live with anybody. <laughs> And I'll be like, what? This actually just happened. Fuck, I was talking it to, I was, I was just in it. Like I was in it. Like we are when we're in the shower. And I was talking out loud and I was like, who the fuck am I talking to? Like out loud, I was like, who the fuck am I talking to? Like what? It'll happen to me in the car. I didn't even realize it, that I was talking. Yeah, it's weird where your mind goes sometimes. Like sometimes I just, my mind just goes off on this tangent and I'm like, this isn't even a, a real situation. I don't even know the person I'm imagining right now. Why am I trying to fight with someone in a grocery store? Like, like it doesn't, it's so weird. I'm like, and then I'm like, why am I wired for conflict like this? Like, why? I've really had some realizations lately where I'm like, this is kind of strange. Like, Wired for conflict. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Like, it's true. Like, we just get in these. Do you have. Um. I don't think like you guys do. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what's you your do. head like? Yeah, she doesn't. Well, I mean, I think about the same stuff, but I'm just naturally like a quiet person and more reserved and keep it to myself. So I, I have these conversations in my head. I've never talked them out loud. So I haven't had your guys' experience in the shower. Mm-hmm. Just in my head. <laughs> just just <laughs> a in my lot head. going in, on up so, there. Do you yeah. at least like shake your neck? Like, do you at least like, because I do that do, too. Do you? Do yeah. you like get your hand up? Like you like, get my hand no. up. Like I get the hand sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm and gonna, then yeah. And while and, you- and while we're talking about it, this is what else. And I'm like head bobbing, and I'm with my hand. You get the Kevin Hart where you get more excited yeah. and you're just raising your hands up. Yes. Like I'm like. And another thing. You don't do that. No. Um. No. You just sit there and think about it. You just sit I there do. quietly. You know, just like, typing away or doing whatever I'm doing, driving. That's wild. That is wild. I can't be <laughs> typing. I'm just washing my hair. I'm in a. I'm in another place. <laughs> it's the same. Like even in the shower, it's just you know, do you, all in my head. What do you think about in the shower? Same, same kind of stuff. Okay, so you do like I do have the same thoughts and everything. Just I don't have the out loud conversation to myself. I'm not like acting it out. Right. Oh, I'm acting it out. Me too. I don't. That's so funny. And then the end of it comes, and I'm like. Well, that will never happen. So, <laughs> time to think better thoughts. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? You're like, oh my god, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I'm like, thank you for talking to me. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> same yeah, time, like me same and, place. Me and who? Like, <laughs> oh my so god, I'm dying. <laughs> Have you ever, one time when it was happening, Theo scared me and I was like, no! Like, I was <laughs> in a fight with someone <laughs> a confrontation and then he like whips open the the bathroom shower thing and I was like oh my god like I was like more shocked because I was so unaware of my surroundings like anyone could have broken into my house <laughs> like I was so I was like what are you doing here he's like I live here like what I'm like don't do that ever again it's 
<laughs> but like I was like embarrassed because I didn't know how much he saw of the conversation. <laughs> I was like, did he hear that? I was gonna say I didn't know how much he heard of the conversation, and I was really disappointed with my behavior. And so <laughs> I wish I wish he would have opened it and you would have said, "I need you to be on my side on this." <laughs> You'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I did get him back the other day, though. He must have been in something in his head because I just, like, crept in. And then I was holding the shower curtain. I was like, whoosh. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> The look on his face was like, I actually scared him. And I was like, I laughed so hard. I was like, gotcha. <laughs> and then I walked out. Like, said, back. my job is done here. And so, how, how old are you again? I just turned 30 this year. Oh, my God. She's just a little baby. Oh, thank you. She's just a tiny. Appreciate that. Right? Well, we have been doing our best to educate you on just some things, right? Just Mm -hmm. in life. And you recently, and we have not talked about it at all because I wanted to save her for the podcast, you just recently watched Still Magnolias. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Tell me. So I watched it with my Grammy when I was like Aww. helping her. Yeah, I was like taking care of her. And she's like, oh, babe, you've never seen this before. I'm like, you've seen this? <laughs> Best friends have seen this. <laughs> she lived it. What are yeah, you talking literally. about? She was like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so watch that. It was good. There was like a few times I had to like get up and do stuff. And but then my mom was like, no, this is a really good part. You got to watch this. And then we watched it and it was pretty funny I liked it. like it wasn't like funny the whole time it was like right. actually quite yeah. sad which I wasn't expecting because I thought when you referred it to me I was like this shit's gonna be hilarious this will really <laughs> lighten the mood <laughs> of oh, no. taking Wrong. care of my grandma oh no and then we watch it and I'm waiting for the funny part and my mom's like oh really good parts coming up and I'm thinking it's gonna be funny and then I'm like shit was awful like what <laughs> anyway like I literally was like I like it's a good movie just I was thinking it was gonna be funny well there's funny parts there are funny parts that's what like convinced me and then I was like oh well that sucks (laughs) (laughs) drink your juice Shelby (laughs) that's my favorite like and I love telling people that now like when they won't listen to me or like take my advice I'm Mm. like drink the juice Shelby (laughs) drink the juice um, what's funny is like, I recently have resonated with the Sally Field part about when she's like, I'm just so mad. I want to hit something. Yeah. I want to hit yeah. it hard. I live for that. And this is the first time like in my grieving process that I've felt that anger, like for real, like had it. Um, and so it's, it's been interesting, but it reminded, it reminded me we were in the thick of it a few months ago, or I was in the thick of it. And I had talked last season about like, I, I want to like get in a fight because I'm so mad and I'm just so upset and I want to like get in a fight. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so cut to, when did, when, it was a while ago now. It's been a few months. Guess, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. We went out just a girl's night. We were like, you know what? We all need a girl's night. Let's go out. And I have a cousin. Oh, she's been on the podcast before, my cousin Elisa. She's just a little baby. She's like 105 pounds, if that, right? Like, I always joke, if, like, if I get mad at her, I'm like, get in my purse, we're leaving. Like, <laughs> she's so teeny. So we were out, and I had several cocktails, and we were at this really cool bar that was awesome, and we wanted to get a drink. 
and it was just packed. So as we're walking up to the bar, <laughs> this girl starts shoving my cousin, like, cause we're trying to get the bar at the same time. And she started shoving her. And my cousin was so shocked. She was just like, wait, why is she shoving? Like, she's just trying to figure out, like, why is she shoving me? Like, I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> and then we get up to the bar and the girl's still pushing her. And so I was like, you know what? Stand over here. Like, stand right here. And I stood next to her. And the girl started, like, then saying things to her. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, meh, meh, meh. And it was just so, like, and I looked at her and I was like, don't talk to her. And we were like super close. I was like, don't talk to her. Talk to me. Say it to me. Talk to me. Say it to me. Because I was like, I want to get in a fight. Like, let's fucking do it. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. I've been dying for this, for this moment. 43 years old, trying to get in a fight. It's fucking terrible. It's so disgusting. Like, who does that? Who does that? I must have looked so crazy because she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> she did not like make eye contact. And you were there. Ro I was, was there. there. What, what, what did you see? Cause I was blacked out at that point. I well, was so mad. I saw all of it. Um, <laughs> exactly what you said. Um, I think Elisa was trying to stand up for herself and be a little bit involved, but you like grabbed her by the arm and was like, move over here. <laughs> you didn't ask her. You, you like grabbed her. You're like, get over here. <laughs> get in my purse. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that lady, she was getting a little crazy, but she definitely did stand down because I was trying to get you to calm down. Yeah. I will avoid a fight, but I will definitely fight. So... <laughs> I was like, and she she looked young too. I don't want to be fighting a kid. So, <laughs> right. so I was like, Sonia, Sonia, it's all right. I was like trying to like get in between the two so you can see me. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, it, it was an interesting night. You it know? Was, it I was, wanted to be like, get about it. Go on, girl. Right. <laughs> and it was, it was just so funny because like, again, I keep having these situations and I'm not a good fighter. I've been beaten up more times than I've beat anybody up. So I don't know why I like have this like Napoleon complex of like, yeah, let me start a fight. I'm probably going to get hit in the face and it's going to be awful, but yeah, let's do it. But it was so funny because so I resonate with that part with the movie when she's like, I'm just so mad. I want to hit something. I want to hit it hard so it feels as bad as I do. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's what we want. Yeah. And I think that was about the same time that you were talking about having that anger. So, yeah. I mean, it definitely made sense. I must have looked crazy because she immediately was like, I'd rather not. She felt like all two years. Like she, felt like, <laughs> she said, wait a minute. Those eyes go back. It's not just right now. She's like, I'm seeing some things in your eyes that I, you've seen some it's things. about me. <laughs> exactly. This is no longer about me. Like, and, and we just, and we stood there so long next to each other trying to get a drink. Like we were there for like 15 no, minutes just standing there. And then, like, at the end, I was going to buy her a shot because I felt, then I felt kind of yeah. bad because I was like, oh, my God, I was so crazy right then. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Meanwhile, my poor cousin Elisa's stewing because she was like, why didn't I do anything? Like, why didn't, she's now having the shower conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like, she what she would have done. Bar. Yeah, like, what she should have oh. done. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are the ones that you should have done are the yeah. ones that go hard. <laughs> Those are motherfuckers yeah of what you should have done oh. in a confrontational moment 
like all the good things that you were gonna say yeah like that did not happen that did not you almost want to like start the fight over again like and you know what yeah i have those hard right those ones get me those ones get me because i'm like why didn't i think of that right the time so i'm gonna just prepare for the next one yeah i'm gonna go pick a fight tomorrow (laughs) it's like fight it's like fight club i felt like i was in fight club like with the the priest that's like he keeps trying to fight with people and the guy like slams the bible down and the priest is like oh no like no and he still won't fight and then eventually he fights that's how i felt i was like trying to pick fights with people and they're like we don't want that smoke they don't want that you look crazy like (laughs) you look like something else is going on in your life that you're gonna take out on me and i don't want any part of it it's not my business it's not my business (laughs) so we got you to watch still magnolias yes and then we got you to listen to Bobby Brown. Yes. Roni. Mm-hmm. And you're feeling the R&V vibes. I sure was. Which we love. I'm telling you guys, early morning karaoke dance party is amazing. It's always a good time. It's a good time. And I'm just like feeling all these feelings about it. But what I'm remembering is the, all of, most of the bands or the groups of that time Almost all of them do the like, oh yeah. And like, <laughs> I just didn't realize how effective it is. <laughs> like, to be, oh yeah. And it's so like heartfelt that I think now I'm just going to start like doing it all the time. So, like, oh, maybe you should try that when you fall. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to try to substitute that. But like, I feel like if people are like, hey, do you want to go to Chipotle? I'm going to be like, oh yeah. Like, all right. Like, I swear, it's like constantly, like, oh, like, did you get your mortgage paid? Oh, yeah. Everything from this point forward. Everything. Because it's so, like, you feel that feeling. And it's a lot of it's Jodeci, band from the 90s. But, you know, just, and they just talk to each other that way, like, I'm over here, Casey. Yes, I am. And I'm like, oh, Lord, yes. So, like, I think I'm even going to do that, like, with the kids. Like, Sonia, I'm over here in the bedroom, Shelby. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on with her? It just, I, I don't know. feel it. 90s music, I just, like, it's so different now. I mean, there's none of that anymore. There's none it, of that. It's missed. It's, well, let me think. Well, Frank Ocean did it for a minute. No, no, that wasn't even, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. We were talking, me and my cousin were talking about it when we were driving up to Laughlin on our girls trip. We were like, is anything like new edition was like the, mm-hmm. the group, like that was the group. And then of course you had like boys to men and you know, all these other guys, Joe to see, but new edition, Ooh, can't get yeah. enough of it. So good. I had a little crush on Ralph Dresvant when I was a little tiny girl. He was so hot mm-hmm. i couldn't even and that song sensitivity came out he sings a song amanda and it's you need a man with sensitivity a man like me someone who will hold you someone who will need you you right like me girl like just all about like what you and i was like yes i do ralph trezvan yes i was like 13 yes i do need a man with sensitivity (laughs) (laughs) yeah all the romance was lost in my generation 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were like, you want my goodies? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 12. You were like the girl on um, and Mean Girls. <laughs> She's like, my milkshake brings Literally, <laughs> literally. I'm like watching the pussycat dolls trying to fold laundry and do my chores. Like standing on the coffee table when no one's home. Like, why am I listening to this? The windows to the wall. I remember I had a friend that it was like, we were at a dance and it was like, that sounds like everybody in the club getting tips. And she was like, I think they're saying tits. We shouldn't listen to this. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, they were just like all these crazy songs. And I it's like, I wonder why I was such a slore in high school. Like, <laughs> nice. Look at my inspiration. <laughs> so funny. I'm, yeah, I don't know when it changed. Like, we need it back. We need it back. Oh, it's so good. Uh, we Rochelle and I went to a spin class. And it was like a hip-hop spin class. Oh my god. Is it so fun? It was so fun. I had a really good time. And like Anthony trained me and after he trained me and I would work out and I'd have a grueling workout, I'd be really sad because I was just like, nobody's gonna take care of me the way he did. Like and for the first time that workout I felt I took care of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I watched myself and I did it for myself and I literally cried all the way home but it was so fun I had the best time so thank you for inviting me you're welcome can we just talk about the shoes oh my that you have to put on like hot I my little nephew when I had to put on his shoes I don't have children (laughs) Can I just tell you, like, it was just, like, so annoying. Like, I just, how do you not know? Like, just instinctively, like, how do you not know when you put your foot in there when to push and when not to push? Like, and I'd get so upset with him. Granted, he was five. And I'd be like, don't put, like, you see that it's, like, you see that the back of the heel is, like, down. Why are you pushing? Like, what? Like, and it was just so stressful. Um, After that spin class I will never because (laughs) I've got the shoes on and I couldn't (laughs) get locked into the bike and so the girl came over and she grabbed my foot and she was trying to maneuver it to get it into the bike and I was fighting her like Terrence (laughs) fighting me (laughs) and she was like like we were fighting each other and she's like wait just like loosen like just loosen your foot (laughs) she's like trying to be nice to you (laughs) she's like like how I was with my nephew she's like why are you pushing like you see that I'm like trying to like get your foot into the bike then the class is over and everybody just gets out and I can't get my foot out like I can't so I just slid my foot out of the shoes and left the shoes in the bike because you did not yeah I did and then because I was I couldn't get them off and everybody's like just twist your ankle and I was like get the fuck out of here nobody I so I was twisting my ankle and I was like I'm gonna hurt myself like it's gonna happen and then there was the girl next to me and she couldn't either and I was like just take them off just slip your feet out and so she slipped her feet out and then I was like I can't get those shoes like I went over to the girl and I was like I can't get those shoes and she was like oh but I when I went to spin before they didn't make you wear the shoes like you could wear your own shoes but this one they made you wear shoes I don't know. That was my first spin class. Oh, you've I've never, never been, been to no. one. Yeah, I'd be, you used to go. 
but it was I had a new sympathy for my nephew because mm. I was like oh my gosh I understand now oh, yeah he called school. me afterwards did he he was like thank you for taking her to spin because <laughs> <laughs> now she doesn't yell at me <laughs> I get like I get it now I totally get it because the girl was like just um just relax like relax your foot <laughs> Because it was like, I don't understand. Like, why is that? And she's like, it just, hold on, hold on. <laughs> she was so patient. I immediately thought of my nephew. I was like, I need to apologize to him. Because that was terrible. So, yeah, lots of fun stuff going on. Just as far as where I'm at, I think, just in general. Like, even with Izzy passing, it's been a month. Um, and... I've accepted that. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely feeling more and more. I'm in a place of acceptance of this is just what life is. There's going to be these amazing moments and there's going to be really sad moments. And those things do not become as sweet if we don't have those other moments. So just gratitude and appreciation is showing up a lot for me right now. Which brings me to lessons from Grandma Tony, which I, I don't know why I didn't do them on the solo episodes, and I didn't think about it until after I released. <laughs> so I know I should have done it. But the lesson from Grandma Tony for this podcast is to be grateful and appreciative of the little things. We're halfway through the year and I have just been really struggling because I haven't been traveling as much this year, right? Because my, like I said, my focus was getting financially healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy. And I was starting to feel like real sad about it, real upset. And I thought of my grandma and she was really able to enjoy the little things. No, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Like, I think she... My diagnosis, and I'm obviously a doctor. Just kidding. I'm not a doctor. I don't have any training about any of that. But I know she was like clinically depressed. Like she had a really hard life. And so I know that she had that. But she enjoyed little things. Like she would have her coffee, her little biscuits and cigarette in the morning. And then she would work her ass off all day being a housekeeper. And then she'd come home and have her little coffee and a biscuit and a cigarette and call her like compadres, comadres, like her homies, which is like homies. And she'd watch her show. She'd spend time with us, make dinner, and then she'd do it again. Um, And I talked a little bit on the last episode of why I had chosen to see what I was doing as a sacrifice. Like I'd been calling it a sacrifice, but really it's a priority. Mm -hmm. Like those are my priorities. But I'm also thinking like, why am I not seeing this also as a time to let my body and my bank account rest? Like, Mm -hmm. why am I not seeing this as a time to like recalibrate and reflect on like what truly brings me joy? Like what makes me happy? Yeah. Right. And because I'm always doing, doing, going, working, doing, going, working, doing, going, working. But what brings me joy? Like what makes me happy? So maybe this is an opportunity for me to be grateful and appreciative of just those little things. So maybe I don't need to go and do all the things that I used to do, but maybe there's other things that bring me joy and happiness that I wouldn't have had time to discover because I was always 
preparing for the next thing. So like you're going to Bali. Mm -hmm. Amanda's going to Bali in this month. And it's a lot to get ready for. It is. Yeah. It's a lot to get ready for. And you're a business owner now. Yeah. So you have to like. Yeah. Like prepare like. I essentially have to do the work for those two weeks now. Yep. So it's like getting that, getting all my stuff together, dealing with all the like emotional things that come up beforehand. Mm-hmm. Just got to keep living life. But to what you said, the appreciation thing of like, I've been trying to be very intentional about like, instead of being stressed with my work, being very intentional. Like, what am I creating for someone right now? Mm-hmm. This isn't a point of stress. This is an opportunity to like experience that inspiration in every moment. It's not out there. It's not in Bali. It's here now. Yes, exactly. Like Bali might help me realize it, right? But really you have everything you need right here in this moment if you're willing to like discover it, you know? And be present and be quiet with it. Mm -hmm. Like hold it there for you. And I'm kind of thinking like, I wonder if when I'm healthy, like – in all these things that I'm doing and focusing on, I'm genuinely wondering like if I'm going to seek different adventures and appreciate my time at home or maybe I'll discover that I like hiking or like a spin class when I can get my feet in the fucking bike. (laughs) But sometimes what happens is I get caught up in like, oh my God, I'm missing this. I'm missing that. I'm not going on this. Like, I'm going to be totally honest. I... I'm going to like mute all of you when you're in Bali because I haven't mastered yet. (laughs) I haven't mastered yet being happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, so Amanda's going to Bali. (laughs) I haven't. I I just, I haven't. I, I really haven't. And what's really interesting is, you know, I wasn't on the serve team this year and they just went on a retreat. And I didn't have that same um, missing because Mm -hmm. when I'm serving on the serve team, the intention is for the people that are there. Yeah. And I knew I couldn't be at my best. So I didn't miss it. Yeah. Because I knew that that wasn't for me. Yeah. It was for them. That makes sense. But you guys going to Bali, that would be for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my place. I own it. Yeah. No one is allowed to be there without me. <laughs> None of my friends. <laughs> None of my friends. But it's it's really cool because it's like I feel so mature and I feel like I've had so much growth in so many ways. But that little jealousy, she pops up. <laughs> she pops up when I least expect it. So I was like, I'm going to mute all of them. And I'll look at it when they come back. <laughs> because I just know that I'm going to be missing out. But maybe instead of muting all you guys, maybe I can like think of my grandma Tony and maybe I can think of like, while they're there and you guys are having that experience, which everyone should freaking have in their lifetime, I can be appreciative of the little things that I'm doing and the little rest that I get and the opportunity that I have to be in my house and not be on the go constantly and prepping for the next thing. Yeah. So the lesson from Grandma Tony, enjoy the little things. Don't envy what other people are doing and create a life that will make you happy. And I won't experience that jealousy and envy it and 
being envious because I've created that for myself. Yeah. Love it. Amen. So thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. And Amanda, we're going to have you back because we have lots of other stuff to talk about. I can't wait. But we just got so wild this time. We're like, and then, and then. Literally. And then. Can't stop. I know. Like, (laughs) we had a whole plan. There was an outline. We didn't get to any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Which always happens. That's okay. That's okay. It was meant to be what it's going to be. Exactly. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Can't wait to do it again.